Hi, friends. Welcome to Five Questions for Inner Knowing. I hope wherever you are while you're listening to this podcast, that you're well, that you're feeling safe, and that your spirit is staying strong. I'm so excited to introduce you to a great conversation with Rabbi Amy, who shares all kinds of wisdom with us. Take a listen. I'm so delighted to have Amy on the Five Questions podcast. Amy, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Boca Raton, Florida. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for being with me for the podcast. I'm going to start, Amy, with a deep and probing question I ask all of my guests, which is, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well. I'm going to give two answers, if I may. You sure can. Okay. So the first answer is that I don't eat so much ice cream as of late, but if I did have to choose my favorite flavor, it would be New York Super Fudge Chunk. Oh, wow. That sounds incredible. It's delicious. And, you know, I like, I'm sort of like a tapas eater. I like lots of flavors. And so this mm. is like a chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunks and white chunks and nuts. And it's a yeah. little bit of a So you would say this is like a, a treat thing for you, not a common thing you're going to be eating all the time. Yes, definitely a treat. But that is my go-to choice. Oh, that sounds delicious to me, Amy. Well, um, Thank you for sharing that. You probably inspired me to look for that in the near future. Uh, or you have definitely inspired that. Um, Amy, what, what are you feeling thankful for today? Today, I am feeling thankful for the constancy of nature. So I was up really early this morning and went to sunrise. And since I live close to the beach, it's a 20-minute drive. Mm, and about what time was that for you? Um, I left my house at about 5.30 in the morning and so got to the beach at 10 of 6. Mm -hmm. And sunrise was probably around 6.30-ish, 6.45. But it was just, it was beautiful. And I'm, I'm feeling exceptionally grateful for the reminder from nature that um, life moves in cycles. And I was really drawn to the breaking through of the sun, through the clouds and the darkness, and using that as a reminder to where we are currently in the world and, you know, in my own life yeah. and I'm here in everybody else's life, um, the, the knowledge and the belief that we'll find light from the darkness. And Amy, was that something that you did today as something special? Is it a ritual that you do from time to time to get up and, and be there at the beach with the sunrise? It is a ritual. It's hard to commit on a regular basis. So it's mm -hmm. sort of like, hmm, if I wake up early and I can't fall back asleep, I think I'll go to the beach this morning. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard sometimes to be up at that hour. But when I can't fall back asleep 
and I need something that's going to be calming and peaceful, I'll head to the beach and and watch the sunrise. Mm, well, this may be a connection to the next question, or you may go in a different direction. But what's what's something beautiful that you've noticed recently, which could be today, the last week, or just of mm-hmm. late? Something beautiful I actually witnessed uh, Tuesday, I believe, was my children who are teenagers researching political candidates before they went to vote. Wow. It was really inspiring. Um, One, that they actually were doing this, and two, that they were doing it together. So uh, that just, it made my heart sing. Yeah, it's a great reminder that, you know, the beautiful things are out there, like the sunset you described, and they're also around us right in our home and in our relationships. Yes, true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, and especially with teenage siblings. So <laughs> exactly. oh, a lot, really, really, <laughs> to stop and notice those beautiful moments. Moments of peace, peace and harmony. Truly, truly beautiful. Amy, um, so many people since the pandemic's begun have been feeling just challenges in all different kinds of ways. And I know you're a rabbi and in our show notes, I'm going to share the link about your book, which is so beautiful. Um, I'm wondering what helps you get through the challenges of this time, what's, what's been helping you get through? That's such a good question. So I'll go back to my original response and I'll say that nature has really helped me get through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, as, as interesting as it is that I pointed out the beach as a ritual, I have another ritual that not many people know. And I guess I'm going to be sort of um, very public about it now is that I really love to hug trees. Oh, Um, that's awesome. I'm one of those people. I'm a tree hugger. So uh, there's a favorite tree that I have right outside um, in my neighborhood. So I visit her regularly. Um, I also spend time each day uh, meditating. I have a meditation practice. And, you know, I've learned and found that what helps me stay grounded, especially during challenging times, is is to create rituals in my life. So when I wake up in the morning, I have a practice, um, which does include meditation, And in the evening before I go to bed, I also have a practice. And then sometime in the middle of the day, I'll exercise, get outside. And I try to infuse um, moments that allow me, inspire me, and encourage me to see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like by stepping into those ritual moments, I am able to see things not only from a microscopic perspective, but from a macro perspective. Amy, what drew you to that particular tree that you hug? (laughs) Um, She's very, um, I guess you would, I would describe it as like a full solid stout trunk. 
and her branches are symmetrical and open pretty wide. It's on the main street where this tree is located. So there was something that just brought me a sense of calm and peace and an invitation. Like, yeah, almost felt like the tree was inspiring me to open myself up to the world as much as the branches were opening up to the heavens. Wow. What an image, Amy. What an image. It just sounds like, you know, that, like you said, like that was the tree that you went towards. Um, in episode 11 of the podcast, I spoke with Tammy who described the ritual of forest bathing mm. and, you know, really this deep connection to being in the forest and being with the trees. And I think, um, for a lot of people, a lot of the things that we might busy ourselves with before the pandemic, like being out and with lots of people and busy, you know, ball games or malls or whatever, I found more and more people are spending time in nature that they might otherwise not have and are, are discovering some of these rituals. So I love hearing you. I, I'm guessing this is something you've that's been part of your life for a long time. Yes. I, I sort of have that reputation in my family. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the tree hugger and uh, yeah. I, yeah, just have like a penchant for forest. So I'm with Tammy. And um, this is, this is a connected question, Amy, because it sounds like you're, practices, your meditation as well, everything you're describing is kind of what what helps you to feel grounded. And that's another question that I have because so many people I think are struggling with the uncertainty of how long is this going to go on? Um, what's happening with my kids, with, with family members, with, you know, just struggling and feeling uncertain and that feeling of of being grounded is so important to help us feel safe and to feel hopeful and so are are there certain things maybe you've added in since the pandemic's begun to help you feel grounded yes i found that i oftentimes need to meditate twice a day instead of once mm. a day and i have also, um, really upped my gratitude practice. Uh, very recently, we were having some plumbing challenges, mm -hmm. and we were without water for about a week. Oh, that's really so, hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> so really think, hard. Yeah, it was like without water for two days. We could use the water for three minutes. Then I had only hot water. Then we had a mini flood in the kitchen. Like it was just on and on. And so since that, which was recently, maybe I've been like two weeks now, but I have found myself uh, during the pandemic and specifically, you know, as Emma would say, like I kicked it up a notch these past yep. several weeks of every time I turn on the faucet, of just saying, I'm so grateful I have clean running water. I'm so grateful I have hot water. And yeah. there's there's so many things that we take for granted that you think you're going to just flip the faucet and the water's going to come out. I mean, it's, yes. it's so incredible, the process that has to happen in order for us to receive clean drinking water. Yeah. 
And um, just learning the same thing when I open the refrigerator, you know, I'm so grateful and I find food and I have choices and, and trying as best as I can to stay in the gratitude. Um, there's one other piece which I have found to be helpful and actually just read an article about it the other day. The article was called, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Mm. And really um, giving myself permission to not be okay yeah. and to share um, with myself the compassion that I share mm. with other people. So, you know, I do I do want to balance out this gratitude practice with the the yeah. reality of challenges and really allowing ourselves to feel our emotions instead of running away from them. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with the term um, of spiritual bypassing. Yes. Right. So it's like, I don't want to go and say, Oh, well, you know, I'm having a really hard day and I'm just feeling frustrated and I'm so much uncertainty. Um, but I'm glad I have food in my fridge. Right. So it's like, I don't want to just go straight into the gratitude without acknowledging how I'm really feeling. And it's so important, Amy, um, what do you find happens to you when you take that time to acknowledge the feeling? It, at first it's really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I have this quote of Rilke in my brain, I think on like my, my hard drive, um, which says no feeling is final. Mm. So I remind myself in the discomfort mm -hmm. that no feeling is final and my emotions and feelings are like waves and they're going to come and go, mm -hmm. um, but allowing myself to really sit with it and whether it's yelling or crying or punching a punching bag or writing mm -hmm. or journaling that, you know, to really allow the emotions to move through me and yeah. Then reminding myself that, you know, you're not going to be stuck here mm -hmm. and it's going to move. Yeah. And that the opposite happens, right? When we do that bypassing and we don't acknowledge the emotion, sometimes it gets bigger and bigger inside of us until it's and, really an out of control feeling. Yes. And oftentimes I think it is um, misplaced on those yeah. who we probably love the most. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when we can actually just kind of be with and feel the feeling. And I, that quote from Rilke, um, is a great reminder that, you know, that impermanence, that the feelings can feel so huge, but there they go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, again, it's a time of Lots of, lots of feelings, lots of feelings. But I, I do want to just thank you for sharing that reminder about the water and the gratitude practice, because I think even when you don't feel it, you know, when you get into a practice of just noticing the things that we have and paying attention to them, it does, it does help when I think there's a, you know, a feeling of, a lot of lack too, because there's so many things we used to do before the pandemic that, um, that we can't do right now. Yeah, exactly. I talked to my kids a lot about, um, putting on their gratitude glasses, mm. <laughs> right? So like, how are you seeing the world today? And yeah. you know, I've always spoken to them, you know, raising them when they were younger. And even now, actually, especially that they're getting older is, 
you know, whatever glasses you're wearing, that's how you're going to see the world. So if your anger glasses are on, you're going to see anger. And if your sunshine glasses are on, you're going to find the sunshine in, in your life and in the world. So it's a choice. It's a choice that we all make each day. And if one day we feel like, you know, I didn't really have the glasses on that I wanted to have on that day, it's okay. Because hopefully there'll be a tomorrow. And so you can choose again. Absolutely. It's a great metaphor for kids. I love it. And for <laughs> for those of us who are continuing to to evolve, all of us, Amy. Um, so this is um, in our Jewish tradition that you and I share. This is a time where we're just stepping into the new month and preparing for the new year to come. Um, and so this last question, I think, feels especially resonant for me. But what what is a hope that you're carrying for the world? Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, each year when my husband says, what do you want for your birthday? I honestly answer world peace. And he sort of chuckles and says, I'm sorry, I can't get that for you this year. So um, it is really a deep desire of mine to just to, to work for a world and to hope and pray for a world where each one of us sees the divinity in the other and the divinity in the natural world because we're all connected and so my hope would be that we can somehow evolve as a global community where we appreciate love, respect, see the image of the divine in one another, in sentient beings, in intangible rocks and trees and the beach and sunshine and, you know, how do we take care of one another? So my hope is that we'll move closer toward figuring that out. Amen, Amy. That is a beautiful wish for the world. And um, I'm grateful to you for sharing all of your wisdom with us. As I mentioned, you have a wonderful book out. And um, we're going to share that in the in the show notes, Amy, so people can check that out. Thank you so much. It was really wonderful speaking with you. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have this conversation and be on your podcast. All right. We will we will share it and get it out there. Happy New Year, Amy. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Share it and get it out there. Happy New Year, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for five questions for inner knowing. If this podcast was meaningful or interesting to you, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share a podcast that you've enjoyed with with your friends through email or social media. It helps to get the word out there. And I'm grateful for your listening and for all of your support. Be well.